Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How's everyone doing? Yeah, good. You made it here. Man, way to go. Uh, welcome today is Living Space Chapel. So commuters are in this room. So hopefully everyone who's in here is a commuter. If not, uh, you can join. Uh, you can just join in. So, um, and what a day to have uh, a commuter of Living Space Chapel, right? Um, and I, I'm just curious. So I mean, I, obviously I commute here. I don't live on campus anymore. I did a long time ago. But it took me it took me a little while to get here. I'm just curious. Anyone, uh, your commute was 10 minutes. 10 minutes? 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, anyone, uh, 20 minutes or over? Okay. 30 minutes or over? Okay. 40 minutes or over? Still got hands. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, 45 minutes or over? Okay. Uh, 50. 50 minutes. Still got a hand. Anyone take over an hour? Over an hour? Can we just give you guys uh, a thank you for being here? I wish, I wish I could give each of you, uh, we can administer not one but two chapel credits today, but that's above my pay grade to do that. So uh, we're really grateful though and excited that you did make it here and really truly honestly believe that that is for a significant purpose. And this week, the reason why we had Living Space Chapels this week of sacred sexuality is to help uh, give some time and space to be able to process, to reflect on what we have heard uh, and what we've talked about so far this week. We've had Dr. Peter Kapsner uh, with us uh, both Monday and Tuesday, and um, we'll give a little bit of a recap, that, uh, recap of those days in, uh, in a moment. Um, but I wanted to, uh, as we begin, uh, just in, in make an introduction to um, our, our new director of commuter life. If you remember back in the fall, the last Living Space Chapel that we had, or commuter, community chapel that we had here in Knight Hall, uh, Jared Cornelius, who's our Dean of Community Life, announced that we had officially hired uh, the Director of Commuter Life, and but he hadn't yet started. And so uh, he actually started uh, mid-November, so he's been with us uh, for three months. Uh, it's been an honor and joy to get to know him. Uh, so his name is Darren Geyer. He's been a youth pastor for a number of years, most recently at a church here in Woodbury. Uh, he and his wife, uh, Allie, have four kids. And uh, he has a, a passion for uh, developing uh, community and, and helping us to encounter Christ together. And so uh, really grateful for uh, him and his leadership today. And I uh, want to actually invite him to come up on stage along with uh, <laughs> one of the community assistants. So, uh, and then uh, let's just do that one more time because there's less of you. So let's like, yeah, amp, amp it up. So. This is Darren, and uh, what I want to do is pray uh, for him and pray for our time together and turn it over to him, and he's going to facilitate the rest of our time together. So let's pray together. Father in heaven, we want to thank you and praise you that you have made it possible for us to come to you before your throne of grace. You have made a way where there was no way uh, through the precious blood of your son, Jesus. And thank you that because of the empty cross and the empty tomb that we can gather together in community before you in your throne of grace. Thank you that you're here amongst us and with us, and by your spirit, you are within us. And we thank you so much for the representation of your people here. Thank you for these students, Lord. Thank you for, uh, I know for some of them getting here and taking over an hour to come to campus. Um, Lord, may words, on a day where it seems that it would just be so much easier to, to stay home, stay in bed, um, 
uh, Lord, you've called us together here for a purpose, and I pray that you'd help us to be fully attentive and aware of your presence and what you're doing. Lord, thank you so much for our brother Darren, and thank you that uh, his position uh, and, and his presence here is an answer to prayer. Um, such a joy to have him a part of the Student Life team, and um, so grateful for his presence today, and as he uh, leads and shares a, about himself and facilitates discussion. I pray that you would fill him with your spirit and that he would feel a great sense of freedom and community as we are gathered together uh, this morning. And so, Lord, we love you. We look to you now in dependence. We trust in your faithfulness. And, Lord, help us to experience what we've been talking about these last couple of weeks to bring into conversation where the community of faith and the church has been silent. Help us to experience healing, grace, kingdom love, hope, healing, and redemption. Help us to be bold. Help us to take risk. Help us to step outside of our comfort zone. And Lord, thank you that in the midst of our conversation that you are present and that you are near and that you are moving and working. So Lord, we surrender to you. We look to you now joyfully. Have your way in and through us. We ask this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Well, good morning again, everybody. Uh, um, as Justin said, my name is Darren Geyer, and I'm just super happy to be here. I know, um, um, I, I hope that you are too, not because of me, but because the Northwestern has, um, has invested in um, supporting the commuter population in a new and exciting way. And, and so I get to, to, to be here as a part of that, and, and that's an exciting thing. By the way, have you noticed this time of year, Girl Scout cookies are just popping up all over the place? As, I, as, as we were up here standing, there's, a, there's, a, there's two boxes right down here in the pit, and, and I don't know, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a distraction for me the whole rest of the morning, I think. But by the way, if, if anybody should happen to fall into the pit, could you guys just promise to, um, to, to help us out, out of there today? Can I get a, can I get a help, uh, a yes will help you? Yeah, I'm, I'm deathly afraid up here. I don't know, I, I don't wanna fall in there. I don't wanna break anything, so anyway. <laughs> Um, so I want to introduce you to my family by way of showing you a photograph. Um, my wife Allison is, is up there and, and our four children are there. Um, they're wonderful. Um, Brenna's 10 and Molly's 8 and Jonah is uh, 4 and Ethan is 2. And uh, they're just wonderful people. They're my favorite human beings on the planet and, uh, and uh, I love them. So that's who they are. I want to also introduce you to um, one of our commuter assistants, there's two commuter assistants currently. Um, one of them, we're so sad to say that she couldn't make it in today because of the weather. Um, uh, Sam Samri, a lot of you know Samri, Samra Wikbakele. She's one of our um, commuter assistants. Um, Eric Nelson is also one of our commuter assistants, so I'm gonna have Eric come on here. And, uh, what's that? Oh, into the light, okay. So, so Eric, um, can you just uh, introduce yourself, share a little bit about yourself, um, where you commute from, what your major is, and all that, all that fun stuff? Yeah, uh, like you said, my name is Eric Nelson, and I am a junior, and uh, my major is environmental science and business, and then, yeah, I commute from New Brighton. So it's usually about like an eight minute drive, but this morning it was more like 22, and it's really sad. That is kind of sad, 22 minutes from New Brighton. Congratulations. Um, I, wanna, I want us to get to know you a little better, so I'm gonna ask you some very important questions, okay? So I want you to answer honestly. All right, are you ready for this? I can be honest. 
Eric, if you could visit any place in the world, where would you choose to go and why? I think I would want to go to New Zealand because it's like, I really feel like it's the most beautiful country in the world because it has all these mountains and then plains and lakes and valleys and the ocean and like just everything. And also, it's also like super convenient that they already speak English so I wouldn't have to learn another language. Yeah. And Gandalf lives there, right? Uh, he's not real. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> If you could travel through time, Eric, what era, past or future, would you travel to? Uh, <laughs> I think, I don't know. I think I would maybe go uh, to the future just to see what it's like, but then I would come back sooner because I like our current time period and I like, like what we have now, which is kind of boring, I'm sorry. No, no, we got a good thing going on in the year 2019. I get that, that's cool. Um, 19. What did I say? 19. No, I said 19. I didn't? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Whatever year it is. One question I have left for you, Eric, and I would love you for you to answer honestly, and this is maybe the most important one. Would you rather be a giant armadillo or would you rather be a tiny elephant? Okay, that's that's like easy. It's a giant armadillo, because like I think armadillos are like some of the cutest animals as they are. But I think if they were huge, if I was one actually. I think it'd be really fun to just like roll around, like knock over a house or two. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. Actually, I'm curious to know, are you, would you rather be a giant armadillo or a tiny elephant? Giant armadillo, raise your hand. There's not too many of them out there. Tiny elephant? It's so much cuter. On. You get stepped on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, rolled over. I don't know, like a quarter. Like the size of a quarter. Can you imagine the noise the elephant would make if you stepped on it, if it was tiny? That'd be frightening. We have a couple things. We have a couple things we want to um, just share with you guys this morning while we're all in the room together that are related to commuter life at Northwestern. So Eric, go ahead with, with your first thing. Yeah. So how many of you guys have been to the commuter life office? Woo! Okay. So the commuter life office. If you don't know, if you haven't been there, it's over in the Billy. It's kind of in that little corner where the Ford's office is, where the Stugo office is, and other stuff. So. Uh, yeah, we're kind of like tucked in there, and so now, uh, now that we have like on-duty CAs kind of regularly, uh, we're trying to do office hours. So every day at around lunchtime, there's either going to be me or Samri in the office. So yeah, wait, that's a different thing. I should have pointed to that. But so yeah, so about uh, pretty much every day around lunchtime, if you want to swing by, come say hi. We have candy. We always have candy. And then my favorite thing about the office we have this whole wall that's covered with, with just like this map of the Twin Cities. And so then we have little tiny little, uh, what's the word? Um, Post-it note things with an arrow so you can point to where you come from. Because I think that'd be kind of fun. So yeah, and then we have that. And then also Darren is also, he wants to meet with you and get to know you guys. Right, right, right. So my, ad my office is downstairs in the Billy also. So sort of across the way. So there's a suite of offices directly to the left of the depot. And that's where you'll find me. And I really, I truly invite any of you to at any time come and see if I'm there um, and, uh, or, or contact me in advance. We can schedule a time, whatever. But I'd love to sit down and even have coffee and, and just hear about your experiences as a commuter. Um, just pray for you, see what God's up to in your life. Um, would love to just sit and chat. So yeah, come find us. Yeah. Yep. So the Yep, yep. And then also, just, just a couple things we got going on. And Erica will talk more about uh, the things coming up here for commuter life. 
Yeah, and then we also have commuter lunch gatherings. So I know that we all only have like $200 each to start out, so we might not have very much money. But what if we decided to use that money to instead of just going like getting a coffee sitting by ourselves, like a sad little commuter, what if we did that as a community? So we have these commuter lunch gatherings uh, about, well, once or twice a month. So the next one is actually next Thursday. Uh, yeah, from 11 to 12.30. So we will be in the billy, we'll all get our own food, and then we'll come together, and we are gonna get some tables kind of on the campus green side of the cafeteria, and we can all sit together and eat together and just have a, a good old time. I'll be there, and I hope you're all there. So I think it'll be great. And then at the end, so we're gonna have four of those coming up, and then our last event is gonna be the commuter picnic, and it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be, <laughs> On May 2nd, that's five, yeah, May May 2nd, and that will be from 11.30 to 1.30, so we will have that actually, we're planning to have it on the island, which is like my favorite place on campus, so on that day we'll have it on the island, and it'll be super fun, we'll have food, and we'll have games, and we'll have lots of uh, commuter fun, it's kind of just a way to like celebrate the finals and the end of the year, and um, yeah, because like doesn't that just sound so much better than like, think about how cold it is today, all this snow, Think about May 2nd, just think about May 2nd. On the island, on the beach, <laughs> what? And no, it's gonna be hot on May 2nd, I promise. <laughs> so there's that, and then, uh, yeah. Yep, and then one other thing we wanna share with you, um, Eric has been a fantastic commuter assistant, Samri is a fantastic commuter assistant. Next year, we wanna hire more commuter assistants, okay? So there's positions available, student leadership positions available for uh, commuter assistants uh, for the 2019. 2020 school year, and uh, and we hope that you'll consider it. If you are going to be a sophomore, junior, or senior full time, um, I'd love for you to consider and pray for that opportunity. It's been it's been great. So yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. And then one last thing, my last little plug, is we do have social media, so we are active on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and so if you want to follow us on our socials, that'd be super. Um, actually, starting today, we're going to be posting something. We're going to have a contest to win some gift cards, because who loves a gift card? I do. Yeah. <laughs> so then we'll have one a gift card to Starbucks, a gift card to Holiday Station Stores, the gas station, and then also one to Target. So those are like, I feel like those are three of the most used stores by commuters, maybe. So we're going to have those on there. The competition, you'll just tag two friends, follow Commuter Life and then we will pick a winner on Friday and we'll get your gift card to you. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so that contest is open to commuters, but also open to residents. So tell all your friends about our social media because we love everyone. We do, and we love you, Eric. Thank you for joining us up here this morning. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. So as Justin said earlier, uh, today's just meant to be a time to process together uh, some of the things that uh, Dr. Kapsner um, kind of queued up for us in chapel the last couple days, uh, giving us a chance to, to connect and have some discussion around those issues, those topics, is really what this is meant to be. And so we'll get into that. First, though, I, I'd really like to pray with you. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we... We fix our eyes on you, our Savior, our King. God, we acknowledge your presence here in this place today. 
And Father, we praise you. We praise you for who you are. We seek to honor you here this morning and, and praise you because you're worthy of praise. We ask that you would uh, just come and fill our hearts with your love. God, send your spirit to breathe hope into our lives. God, come light up our souls. God, to be bold in faith, to stretch out and, and to take in your kingdom. Pour out your spirit upon us as we, as we unite and as we stand together as brothers and sisters in the Lord. Come, God, lift up our heads. Brush away the, the shadows of guilt and shame. And Father, shine your grace into our lives. May our conversation today, Lord, glorify you. May it be our worship. Father, receive this as an offering today. And so, Lord, we, we declare your goodness. We celebrate your greatness. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, we're going to get into some group discussion here in a bit. And, and before we do that, I want to just lay some, uh, just some housekeeping kind of ground rules for, for when we get into that time. Okay, so I'd like to us to agree, if we could, today to, to kind of just take a posture of, of grace in our conversations. Okay, some of these, some of these topics are, are difficult to discuss, right? And so we want to be grace-filled. Um, I'd love for your objectives to be um, to, to understand, maybe more so than to be understood, okay? To, to maintain that position of humility in our conversation. Um, you know, you can practice good skills like asking clarifying questions, like summarizing another person's view before you present your own response. Uh, basically, show grace in our conversations, okay? And then logistically, this, this room is, is ginormous, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad for the space today. And so we'll have some, some you, you guys are spread out nice, you'll have room to just kind of just be together, okay? And follow my prompts as we go for kind of group size and how I want you guys to, to be split into little groups, all right? So first I want to talk a bit about um, what Dr. Kapsner shared with us on Monday. He talked a lot about identity. Um, and for me, identity has been uh, a journey of discovery, actually. So when I was a teenager, a late teenager in high school and early college, um, I kind of tried on different identities like they were a change of clothes, you know? So my world was sort of like a, like a changing room at a department store, and I would try on different identities as if they were clothes. For a while, sports was really, really important to me. As long as I was experiencing success in sports, I felt fulfilled and I felt I had purpose uh, to some extent. There was always a little bit of something missing. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Um, for a while, grades was a big deal. I tried to get good grades and I, I come from a family where my, my older brothers all got great grades and so I put my, my soul and my heart into the academics and, and, and if I was doing well academically, then, then I was feeling like I had uh, fulfillment, at least to some degree. Uh, for a while, it was music. I was enjoying choir and band in high school, and, and, and those were things that, that, that I put my, my hope for fulfillment in a lot of the time. But ultimately, if I'm real honest with you guys, uh, the biggest thing uh, for me that I, that I tried to seek fulfillment with was a pursuing of a relationship with girls, okay? So a girlfriend. If I had a girlfriend, I felt like that was, uh, I was more uh, a whole person than if I didn't. 
and, 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 and for me, looking back, I can tell, tell you that that was wrong, that wasn't quite right, um, but, but back then, that's what that felt like. I didn't feel like a whole person. I didn't feel like I, I really knew who I was or where I belonged unless I was in a relationship. And you know, those relationships were so important to me that I clung to them in, in un un unhealthy ways. And, and of course, um, these relationships took place in the context of a culture that um, was really pretty messed up, right? And we talked about that. Dr. Kastner um, talked about how um, our, our, our identity is under attack, um, how cultural norms have been um, destroyed and rebuilt and destroyed and rebuilt over the years. And what was once shocking um, has become normal. Um, and for all these reasons, our, our, our identity can be under attack, okay? Um, one thing that, that I hope you took away from Dr. Kastner's talks was that we have one singular identity, and that is child of God, okay? And, um, and so I want us to talk about these things. So I'm going to give some time to, to chat about those things, and I'd like you to group into groups of um, two to four. Okay, so I want you to be a pair or a trio or, or a group of four and, um, and like just cluster with the people who are near you. Um, if you're kind of on your own here today, um, again, there's grace here today. And so you're gonna, I want you to join in with a trio or a pair. No, no more than four for now though, okay? So the first questions uh, are on the, on the screen. These are questions brought to us by Dr. Kapsner and, and I'd like you just to spend some time um, really about, really about, uh, eight or 10 minutes um, on these two questions. If you spend it all on one question, that's okay. If you get time to get to the second one, that's okay too. So again, eight or 10 minutes on, on these first couple. All right, um, sorry to break up your conversation, but let's, uh, let's turn our attention back up front. And um, of course, the, we could talk for a long, long time on these things. And I, and I truly hope that you do. I hope that you'll use this time today as a springboard to continue this conversation with the people you, you find yourself around you today and others. Um, in the book of 1 John, chapter 3, it says, See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children. And that is what we are. Other translations use the word lavished. See how the Father has lavished his love upon us because we're his kids, we're his children, we're his sons and daughters. And I was uh, blessed to figure that out um, shortly after I began my, my college years. Christ became real to me and, and he started to unpack all of that baggage I was bringing into my relationship with him. And he was allowing me to, to discover my true identity and that is child of God. It's an, important, uh, it's an important distinction for us to know who we are. Well, yesterday in chapel, um, Dr. Kastner talked a lot about community. So he said, he, he talked a lot on Monday about um, us discovering our identity, who we are. And he also then on Tuesday yesterday talked about um, community and for us to discover whose we are. And, and for me, much of my, my um, my time after I became a Christian in college, after I found, uh, came to know Jesus in a real way, um, those, those next summers I spent working at a Bible camp. And for me, 
if, if I think about this, the truest, one of the truest pictures of community I can think of that I've ever experienced was when I served together on staff with, with other people at this Bible camp. And um, one of the first things we did during staff training was um, every night we would gather and we, and we would just share, we would just take turns sharing kind of our life story. And that became a very vulnerable and rich time for us, okay? Vulnerable and open and honest, and, and we got to share with one another um, the challenges we brought, the baggage we brought, um, just our stuff, you know? And what that did was, it, like Dr. Kastner talked about yesterday, is it really brought this, um, this sense of love being the most important thing. And that true love can exist when, when honesty and openness is a part of a relationship. And, and that's kind of what he, he, he talked about yesterday. Um, he pointed out that love is central and that perfect love casts out fear. And, and the role that love plays is we pursue true community and walk toward wholeness together. And I want us to give, I, I want us to have some time to talk about that too. And so for the next um, eight minutes or so, I'd like to bring up a couple more questions for you guys to just turn again to, to your conversation groups and spend some time um, Again, if you don't get to all of them, it's okay. Uh, but spend some time talking about these questions. All right, thank you. I'd ask that you uh, suspend your conversations again. And um, just a few closing, closing thoughts for you. Um, from the book of Colossians, chapter 3, Paul says, Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts, for as members of one body, you're called to live in peace and always be thankful. Would you all stand with me as I pray as we close? Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for the way you have been present with us during this time, and we just pray that you'll um, continue to, to um, inspire us toward having these, these healthy conversations. God, move in our lives, and, 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 and God, where there is a need for healing, I pray that you would <clears throat> provide a way, a clear pathway toward that for those of us in this room who, who that's needed. The community here at Northwestern. I just pray, God, that, that it would be marked by love, it would be marked by, by grace-filled um, fellowship with one another, uh, characterized by that perfect love that casts out fear. You're so good, God, and we thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. Stay safe out there, everybody. Have a good day.